Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You are now listening to Blurdy Massacre Podcast. You know you want to get into it. Let's get it popping. What's going on, you freaking weirdos? This is the Blurdy Massacre Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome in. Settle down. As always, I am Zero Gravity here with the ever-so-evil Sheree the Slayer. And um, I'm I'm sorry, we left you on pause. We definitely left you on red last week. That's our fault. That's totally our fault. We're going to get back into the, the bottom of the bottom very, very shortly. Before we get into all that, what's popping? What's really going down in the hard community right now? First things first, are we watching The Ones Who Live? Even though most of us didn't finish The Walking Dead. I'm also looking at myself who did not finish The Walking Dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm being shady to all of us, not some of y'all. All of us. I'm still here. I'm I'm still here. I want to get back in just because I love Michonne and I love the actor. And I I left off when was it Negan? Negan was getting like nine monologues every episode after he killed my husband. And I was like, you're talking too much. I'm happy you get to live because that actor is always dead. Like even if it's a rom com, he's gonna show up to die. And so I'm like, I see it. He's a great actor. We love to see him speak. But also nine monologues an episode. Like, I don't know about that. This is Shakespearean, and I'm not here for Shakespearean zombies. So that's, I that's okay. Out and you know what? I, <laughs> as someone on the, as a nigga on the inside, I understand, and I don't blame you. I don't blame anyone for leaving The Walking Dead. It was a commitment. I've thought about going back in, but now we got seven spinoffs, and I'm just like, do I need to know what I missed those last 18 seasons before I start any of these spinoffs? And which spinoffs should I start first? Honestly. Not really. I think what's great about The Walking Dead is once you know the franchise, you can kind of like hop in wherever. Also, you know, don't underestimate the power of the internet because I did leave the the OG Walking Dead for a while. And when I decided I was ready to come back in, I was just looking up, you know, YouTubers that could condense it for me so I can pick up on the Easter eggs, which honestly aren't really necessary to just enjoy the story as a whole. But if you're a nerd and you want to connect those little dots, you can obviously just go to YouTube and find a YouTuber that you like that will summarize it for you, which is kind of what I did because I was interested in checking out the spinoffs. 
I, I can't say that I have committed to all of them, but I at least wanted to try all of them. Like I did try, I stuck around for the first like four episodes of the mm-hmm. Daryl Dixon spinoff, which was a little, I, I would not suggest that one. Yeah. Um, that makes me sad because it was supposed to be him and Carol and that actor was like, I don't yeah. want to like have to be away from my family anymore. I think it's time I see them. I'm happy like- <laughs> to say that like the production value hasn't changed. It's still like really high quality, but it the Daryl Dixon spinoff specifically just felt a little silly. So basically what happens after most of our original cast gets mm-hmm. separated, um, but Daryl like kind of gets abducted by pirates low key. He, yeah, he would. And then uh, shit goes south. He gets thrown off the boat. He would. Um, unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> he walks the plank and then um, ends up floating all the way to France. And I'm just supposed to believe that, that he just he just floated all the way. So he like wakes up on a beach one day and everyone's like, oh, and he's like, I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> but the cool thing about it, yeah, he's like, American? Question mark? Again. Um, but it's it's the same formula as it always has been. You know, <laughs> we find a group of people, we assimilate. Are they good? Are they bad? Oh, fuck, they're bad. We need to leave. We're on our own again. Repeat. Find a new group of people. You know what I mean? It's the same formula. It was a little bit cool and different because this time uh, we had um, like badass nuns which was very cool to see like a community of nuns that just like, they really just handle their own, which I love. Yeah. About fucking time. But of course I got a little bored. So I exited. Um, and now I'm back. I am back for the ones who live. Um, at the time of this recording, it, the first episode dropped yesterday. I'm now three episodes in, I'm going to be reviewing it, um, weekly on the mm-hmm. Big Gold Belt channel so you can watch my reaction to the first episode now. And I will say, for all the people who left from the beginning, this is a really great place to just jump back in. Granted, there's going to be some little Easter eggs that you probably won't understand, but I can tell that this spinoff is made with the OG fans in mind because there's a lot of references to you know seasons ago. Like we have a really great homage to Merle. We have a Merle moment. We have a Herschel moment. We have a Noah moment. Things that are still in our minds from way back in the day. Um, And of course, like we get Rick and Michelle back together again, which is probably the only reason bringing the OGs back anyway. And like, they know that. So it's all right. I stopped watching, but I had heard through all the grapevines that Rick had died and now he's back in love with Michelle. And I'm just like, what happened? But also, I've missed eight spinoffs, so I I don't know what timeline and alternate universe we might be playing in. Look, <laughs> so this is six years after Rick, quote unquote, died. So a lot of time has passed. Um, Rick's kids are adults, pretty much, or like young young people. Carl. <laughs> well, no, Carl. Oh, honey, Carl's been gone for a while. Um, sorry. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's Nobody liked Carl. Like, nobody liked Carl. I think that they got a lot to talk about in this first episode, so I should pull up. Because you can't fake your death on Michonne for six years, let her raise your kids. Um, And then be like, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Okay, but this one is, like, it's written as a love story. And when I say, you you will hear me talk about it in my recaps, but bitch, this, this was written 
like with Wattpad in mind. If you were a high schooler or early college student when The Walking Dead first started to air, yup, yes. This is, it's written like a fan fiction between Rick and Michonne that I found in the deep corners of Wattpad. And I kind of really fuck with that because it's very dramatic. And like the things that these motherfuckers do for love is just absolutely unhinged and unrealistic. But you know what? I don't care because this is the fanfic that I've been asking for for like 10 years now. Listen, they've done everything else with that franchise. Why not fanfic? Why what? not? Why, Why fucking not? not? It's it is so dramatic and like overly romantic and aggressive. So give it a shot. Give it a shot. You know, if anything, just to see Michonne back in action. The wigs are still... Yeah. I was worried about that because it came back in February. I'm like, during Black History Month, you're going to do that to her again? Yeah. You couldn't wait until <laughs> at yeah. least March. Unfortunately, that, that's the case. She like pulls up. There's like a dream sequence. And she's got these cute little box braids in. But there's like two inches under the box braids of just like fro. <laughs> um, and it's just not working out. But if you're willing to look past it, it's dramatic. And um, I'm here. I don't blame you if you're not, but I'm here. And if you want to hear my thoughts, then you could watch my videos because a bitch is committed. I'm going to try it and then watch the video because I, I am a nosy little bitch. And again, I we had just gone too far for me to listen to Negan talk for 40 minutes of every episode. And it, it, it's no shade to Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's a great actor. He has a great voice. And I'm happy that he didn't die immediately like he normally does. Yeah. But also a bitch get tired. Yeah. Look. <laughs> you know, you know what they say. Boy's going to monologue forever that's just that right. boys will be boys you know like they're gonna monologue it's just like the way that it goes <laughs> what else is going on in the horror sphere right now apparently the billy skarsgård version of the crow is coming in june now which nobody had on their bingo card it was supposed to come out i think next year but something happened in the schedule so we're gonna see that in june is anybody emotionally prepared? Because I know we were like children, if born, <laughs> when the original Crow came out and we lost Brandon Lee and we knew this was coming, but we thought we had more time to be like, I'm fine. I'm not going to cry. And now it's like, I'm crying, but also we love when Billy gets a bag. Yeah. I I'm, I think I'll, at this point, I'll follow a Skarsgård anywhere. Maybe not the oldest one, but I, you know, I, I love a good Skarsgård. I really do. So I'm, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be a little skeptical be, just because remakes are always kind of like walking on eggshells. But hey, at least Billy is there, and that gives me a little hope. So I, I will be there with my legs crossed and my fingers crossed in the theater. I'll be crossing everything because I also remember what he did with the It remake. Because we were like, "How you gonna follow Tim Curry?" And he's like, "By being a weird little bitch." And I'm like, "Okay." That's how you gonna do it, cheekbones. I cheekbones. see you. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Scars, aka Cheekbones McGee. <laughs> right. So I'm excited to see what he do, and I I hope that it is different enough because again, I feel like because the Crow has such a legacy, a lot of us have seen it at one point or another, mm -hmm. whether we were children or whether we were adults. We're like, I gotta see this. And again, we all are kind of a little bit obsessed with Brandon Lee's legacy because mm -hmm. Bruce Lee was his father and uh, they were both kicking ass in their own respective fields and lost them both too early. And so I think that it's got some potential. Mm -hmm. It's got some potential, but also the stakes. The stakes are so high. I kind of feel like no matter how this movie actually 
does, we're going to hear it on Twitter. Twitter is going to be mad just because, you know, people come out the woodworks like, stop remaking movies. There's nothing good original anymore. But like there is. Y'all just not paying attention. But, you know, that's the way the cookie girl Cookie Scar's got like eight original movies coming out this year. Right. Like, <laughs> let him have one remake. Just one. Because um, Boy Eats World or whatever the fuck it's called is coming out also now in like Did April. she did not just say Boy Eats World? Is it? It's, it's, it's something. Boy... Let me go see what Billy doing. Like, yeah, what's the name of that movie? I watched the trailer last night. It looks pretty all right. It was in festivals last year. I never got to see it. Oh. Um, because it only was air- play when I couldn't be there. And I was like, I see you, Billy. I see the restraining order at work. But I also would like to see the movie. Boy Kills World. Boy, I was like, I knew it's not fucking Jimmy Eat World. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see their vision for it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I am a little bit worried about the whole deaf thing just because you know representation is super important so like i hope there is at least like some deaf people like in the writer's room or like for sensitivity supervision you know i just you can only hope you can only hope we hope we hope i'm a little tired i'm a little tired that's all we can afford to do in this economy um (laughs) but here's something else that that's bound to clear my skin up janelle monet and akayla cooper might be coming for our wallets soon question I didn't know I needed to know that those two could be in the same project until we heard this. I don't even know what the fuck Don't Look is. I've never heard of the book before I heard of Kayla Cooper would be right adapting it and Janelle Monae wants to produce and possibly star. And I was like, I'm already sold. I'm already sat. Put it on the screen. Yep. <laughs> Guess it. I'm sat. I am so fucking sat. I am super glued to this fucking chair right now. I, I, I don't even know who Antebellum is. That's just been erased. Who was she? I, I I cannot I wait for Janelle Monet's first horror movie. I can't wait. Her first We've horror been movie. Forever. Yeah. Listen, we knew she would do well in the genre. We knew it. What? Mm-hmm. Like- mm-hmm. We've been new. Mm-hmm. And with the Kayla Cooper on the back, stop it. This is gonna be good. I when a Kayla Cooper gets to be a Kayla Cooper, it's a great time. Malignant, Mathrigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is why you gotta stop interrupting black women because when we get end up in group projects, we get group project results. None too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so, <laughs> and so I love to see a Kayla Cooper just be like, I'm gonna do this. I'm a badass bitch. Cause I'm like, you are girl. You are. Woo. Can I buy your grocery list? Anything you write, I want it. Um, and so <laughs> I'm so fucking excited for something that on the complete opposite end of the good news spectrum. <laughs> Damn. We should have, we should have ended Perry. with that. We should have ended with the Kayla Cooper and Janelle Monet. But anyway, lead in back to the bottom tens though because it's a tyler perry erotic thriller. okay valid yeah let's bring it back down to you know reality next year <laughs> this is where we're starting the this is where we're gonna start next year's bottom tens. it's gonna be the free space i'm sure for everybody um but he decided to do an erotic thriller called Yakoba. and the critics are ripping the shit out of it and it's funny also kelly Rowland is there and i have questions kelly Kelly, girl, what are you doing? I need to see the Destiny Child group chat. Because, like, clearly, Beyonce and Michelle did not check in on their friend. <laughs> I kind of want to give it a shot, though. Just one of the few times I have no notes for Rotten Tomatoes. Because normally I'm just like, it's racist, there's bias. But this time I'm just like, y'all might be too generous. Have you really watched it? Look. 
Are you sure you don't want to go back and reevaluate your thoughts on Tales from the Hood? Are you sure? Are we sure? Are we? I don't think we um, are. This is a half half tomato movie if I've ever seen a box cover. Um, I've not hit play on it for obvious Tyler Perry reasons. Mm. I believe the internet this time. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I can't wait to run over to Letterboxd and just see what's up mm, with popcorn in hand. No, they cutting up. I know they're cutting up. I know it. (laughs) All right, y'all. Well, we kept you guys waiting a whole week. So now, without further ado, please enjoy the bottom of the bottom of the barrel of uh, Girl, That's a Massacre 2023 picks. It is bottom five. Um, I have Natty Knox as number five. Don't know if you guys saw that. Natty Knox. Um, I saw Tubi. It has some familiar like horror people in it, but the movie itself, the storyline, the lore could have possibly been cool, but it just wasn't. Um, and then the ending, they I think they tried to make it seem like they did this cool twist, and I was very, it was very underwhelming. And I know they had a shoestring budget, so I understand. But there are so many films that have shoestring budgets. I watched a movie called Spaghetti from 2023, and uh, you know. We'll talk about that another time because wildly enough, it just missed the bottom ten. <laughs> it just missed the bottom ten. They had a shoestring budget, also. Like we can't keep using the budget as excuses why the movie is bad. Like, no, 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 no. We the, the story itself is a little bit lacking. But you know, I guess shout out to indie films. But I'm not watching that one again. That should have been on my list, but I forgot about it. I blocked it. So I'm happy you brought it up because I did watch Nettie Knox, and I wish I hadn't. If y'all don't want to go with y'all's five, I do have a five. It's called Black Mold. And weirdly enough, it's not on a plantation. It's one of the last few I can say that about. But also a Tubi original, so you know she's already garbage. These two people take pictures of haunted spaces, I guess, or decrepit places. I don't know. It's not really clear. And they pull up on this place um, and inside they run across an unhoused man who is having a day. And so he holds them at gunpoint and they start hallucinating because it's called black mold. So we assume that's why they're hallucinating, even though, again, we're, we're not oversharing anything at any point in this movie. <laughs> and so like the dude was overreacting because the duo, it's a guy and a girl, of course, because to be. He's overreacting to everything already. He's starting to see scarecrows chase him. He's starting to see like the homeless man turning into werewolves and shit. So he's cutting the fuck up. And she's like, I think we got to fight now because I don't know what you're doing. I don't see any werewolves. I don't think it's scarecrows. Um, this movie just keeps escalating into the point where you're like, what is happening? And then the movie's like, we're over. We're done. We don't know anymore. It, it was definitely, we have a script and we got a camera. Let's go do something. Had that as a I'm a, I'm going to watch, um, but I also like you've been sliding over it, but you keep telling me no, so I'm gonna keep cha cha real smooth to the left. I put it on yesterday because I was like, I just want to see if if my list could have anything <laughs> sneaking for a last minute story. What could it be? Black mold. I hate a story that's like, did that really happen? Are you hallucinating? Was this just a dream the whole time? Especially because it's sitting around talking about it forever. Like every few minutes, it's like, let's just talk about it for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, why? Why? You in danger. Just leave. If you don't, if, if he got a gun and he wants you gone, just leave. And it's like, let's talk about it. Let's go back and get some answers. He called me with my dad. He let's called me my dad about died. it. And I was like, if your dad's hunting the homeless man, don't be here still. Make it make sense. <laughs> um, my next movie in my number five spot exists in uh, the ultimate form of of reality it's called beaten to death 
Y'all know about that one? I hate that movie. Okay, great. Amazing. Was it on your list though? No, I I didn't because like I that whole festival had a bunch of movies I was not okay with. And so I just like refused to put any of those on this list, even though a lot of them could have okay, been on this fair. list. Well, I'm going to say something. I watched this movie. You can watch my full review. I recorded it out of spite. This is just like, the. it's just the title. Beaten to death. It's just this guy who fucked up. He was trying to do something spicy with his girl and ends up at the mercy of some very um, aggressive hillbilly kind of deep country Australian meth dealers that really need their fucking money and death is the easy way out. So they just going to beat him to death the whole time. There's not really a story. It's just an hour and 30 minutes of this guy just getting beat the fuck up. It's just, it's literally an entire movie's worth of assault and no plot. It's like passion of the Christ. Yes, exactly. But a little bit more um, evil, you know, it just, like they will not let him die. They're just gonna keep beating his ass. Beating his ass. And it's crazy. And it's also like colored really weird. It was it's like colored in a way that's supposed to like make cause it's everything. It's just blood, it's scabs, it's plasma, it's just nasty, it's dirt. And I think they colored it in a way to try to make the blood like pop out. But it just looked mm. it was yeah. It just I I watched Beaten to Death. And that is exactly how I felt when I made it out the other side of the movie. Like I had been beaten to death by this movie. Yeah, I gave it a shot because it was from the production company Welcome Villain that did Malum. And I really liked that one. So I was like, oh, let me give it a shot. No, that, that damn, this movie got hands. And the girls were gassing it up. That's why I, because when I was at that festival, Twitter was like, it's so brutal. It's so violent. It's so good. Australia's back. And I was like, Australia been back. Did you guys talk to me? But I I hit play and I was let down immediately. And then I was like, surely we're going to do something different, right? No. Mm -mm. The only thing I would agree with with what the girls are saying is this brutal. I mean, yeah, it is. But that's that's like all it is. It's not even fucking warranted brutality. It's like this silly little hipster. Like he could be from Bushwick. You know, silly little hipster makes a dumb mistake and now he's he's getting beaten to death and that shit is really crazy. Um, Don't watch it. Just don't. I will not. Um, My number five is a placeholder because I started pressing play on it and I said, I'll be back because I knew once again, this was going to be a toss up. It's a 2023 film called Squealer. I look at everyone's eyes. Yes. Um, and you're going to know really, really quickly why I press play on it. It's got Theo Rossi in it. Okay, Rossi. We got Catherine Monet, and I love her from the L Word. Um, we got a lot of different people in it. We have Tyrese Gibson. Yo, so you know Tyrese. Why the fuck I'm here. And I'm so, there. see, there we go. We're all pulling up. The IMDb is a 3.5 out of 10, and the Rotten Tomatoes is a 50%. So, this tells me it's a toss up. I will report back. But my number five is a placeholder. Thank you so much. Squealer. I feel good about that placeholder because I think that when it's all said and done, that's where it's going to end up anyways. So I see what you did. <laughs> I see what you I did. See <laughs> I see the vision. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Who has a five left? Oh. Are we going down to four? I think we're, we're four. down to four. We're All right, four let's now, do friends. it. Um, Winnie the Pooh. Yes, it's my Ooh. number four. Ah. I watched minutes of it, and I want that time back. It, it, I know that I was expecting something campy, and that's not what it gave me. And that's not always like a crime of the movie, not giving me exactly what I want. But also, like the mask was rubber, bro. Like you can see the Jason moving. Like come on, man. Like it's a man in a mask. Like. I, I alright, bro. Like I just, I I feel like it could have went somewhere, but also like I understand the shit is free. Can y'all just like wait a second? Are y'all afraid they gonna buy the shit back up? Like what is happening where y'all as soon as this you gotta push because you don't even be having good ideas. Like if you know it's coming up, maybe y'all should start making the film in your mind. Like four or five years prior. I don't, maybe they did that, but if they did that, that's what they came up with. I I don't know. Some people liked it, kind of. I just really was not a fan of that and i will not be going back word and they are making the second and i will be back i will be present um and jazz well i know cat had a root and that one um and when jazz said that you know um what what are they playing this years in advance well actually yes they do they know that those rights are coming up and they are praying that they do not renew it because as soon as you saw all the, as soon as the Mickey Mouse thing was announced, mm-hmm. literally five movies, eight movies was announced same day. I will be watching Steamboat Willie. I don't know what the fuck gonna be going on there. It might even be a little racist because them cartoons were shaky. But I'm, <laughs> <laughs> because if you forget, Disney is racist as fuck, okay? It's very historically racist. Yeah. Historically. Um, and I'm just, I'm here. I expect Steamboat so. Willie to be in my plantation half of the list next year. Um, I'll <laughs> be like, you did it again, Tubi. You did it again. 
That damn Disney. <laughs> that was also in my my spot. Was that in your spot? I didn't spot, finish Sharon? it. It's not on the list, but I'm not going to finish it. Um, I feel good for it being in this bottom half because <laughs> everything that was just said. It they seem like they seem like elderly bikers wearing plastic masks torturing girls in a cabin. And I was like, hobbies, but also, I don't know if I need to watch this. My number four, we're going back to the racism with a movie called Half Sisters. One of the sisters is black. One of the sisters is white. Wigs on both are bad. Um, Of course, the black sister. (laughs) Of course, the black sister sent to prison. Um, The white sister out here living her best caring life. But... Their mother or the, the woman who took care of them, I don't remember if it's a grandmother or an auntie, has left them a thing to do at their old house, which is not, not a plantation. Um, and at the end of that, they'll get a million dollars. And so they have to spend the night there. This black woman gets out of prison just for this. She got beef with her sister, but we don't know why exactly. But also you're reading flashbacks and you know that the woman who raised them was very racist and was like playing favorites. Um, and so you're like, okay, they're going to fight, right? We get people surrounding the house um, and the white sister is worthless as usual. And the black sister's like, no, we got to like defend ourselves. We got to do this. We got to do that. And so it becomes a home invasion kind of sort of, but like never commits. And at the end, you find out that all these people were plotting against this black woman who was in prison. I'm like, so you kept gaslighting her? You had to find out to her sister the reason she in prison because her sister <laughs> came home and she had broken in to be like, I got away from the woman who raised us and I'm going to live my life. And she's like, not in front of my new white woman. Hello, put this bitch in jail. And so like, that's also the reason her wife left her. She's like, you put your black sister in prison. You're an evil person. This movie's chaos. The wigs are bad and they kept, they didn't understand the wigs are bad. So we get them from all angles. We get them fighting and hitting each other in the face. And I'm like, yo, wig is going to fly into another movie. I need you all to sit still. <laughs> it's so bad and it's own stars. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to skip that one. That one sounds intense. I'm sorry. And not in the way that I like. Same. So I thought the worst thing stars going <laughs> to do to me was fear. And they was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I feel bad for actually let um I'm gonna do a switcheroo right now, like real time, right now. I did have as my number three, because my number four was also Winnie the Pooh. Um, fuck that shit. But I'm gonna a quick sub, I'm gonna phone a friend. I had um Cube remake as number three. That movie came out in 2021, but it just landed in the United States last year um on Screenbox. And I have been waiting. I've been waiting like five years for this fucking movie. They announced that shit like literally fucking five years ago. I'm a huge fan of Cube. That shit just fucking let me down. It was just boring. It was that. That was it. Especially because we have access to like really good CGI nowadays. And none of that was used like literally at all. So I'm like, what's the fucking point? Um, But I think fear was worse. And I also think that it was like very mild religious propaganda um, I just don't be trusting T.I. like anywhere, anywhere at all. So I'm going to swap those. Up, final that answer. was the real jump scare. Because I hit play being like, that's Terrence from Are You the One? He's got yes. a real acting job. I'm going to support him. And I was like, you in here with T.I.? You Everyone in here with T.I.? your legs. Right? Protect your hymens. You and I, Terrence. I'm happy you had to walk with that bag. Um, oh. But yeah, it was a bad movie. It was so bad. I just, it erased itself from my memory. Okay, we're going with three. I did, but I can give my three and my four because I'll be ready with all of them. It's like Uno cards. Like this. My my four okay. is Thanksgiving and my three is Evil Dead Rise. And now I'm leaning all the way in. 
You had what? me in the first half because I fuck Eli Roth, but like Evil Dead, what she do to you? Yes, what? you ready? So yes, Thanksgiving was too. This shouldn't shock Jazz. Jazz is looking at all y'all because y'all she already didn't fucking heard it. So Thanksgiving because Eli Roth. Um, it also was a little too long, and it felt like another addition to the Scream franchise. So that's why it's on the list. Like I it, that I see that's why it appeals to the it, like it could appeal to the people, but also girl like no. Um, and then Evil Dead Rise, um, mm, I did not like that we're still doing all the tropey things. The brown you see people. where I'm going? You see where I'm yep. going? I did not like that this was basically Satan Slaves Communion. Um, and Satan Saves Communion did it better. Uh, and that was why I did not like Evil Dead Rise. I've seen this movie before. Um, I felt like we're still getting trigger warning, trigger warning. Um, we didn't see the cables go in, but we're still getting the same girl. We're still getting, we're still outside. I don't know why mm. you keep giving us the sexual assault. And why you got to kill all the brown people? They just fucking live here, bro. They, they barely paying rent. And, and your white ass shenanigans is getting all the non-white people killed again in 2023 and beyond, bitch. I'm over it. So that is why those movies made my list. I think Evil Dead Rise, was that was that another movie where I said they kept that motherfucker rolling? Now, I think, it, I don't mind. No, I do mind. I don't I don't care. It, we don't need to go over 130. We should have cut the camera off at 125. Um, and that included the credits. And yeah, so that's how I feel about these movies. Um, I'm standing in front of my arms open. Fight me. I don't care. I can't argue with none of that. <laughs> I can't argue with that either. I have Ghost Town as my number three. Yes. Uh, the Western. It's, you know, again... I love a Yeehaw movie, and I watched this when we were covering the Yeehaw movies, and I looked at my watch so many times, and I was like, oh, Ooh. Lord. And, you know, Tubi definitely drags the movie out because it, the commercials be popping up, and I'm like, God damn, this movie already felt kind of long, and Tubi is making it feel like it is a series, and it just... I I did not. It was not a rude tooting good time. It was not a rude tooting good time, guys. Also, the costumes like they were brought at Old Navy on top of the movie just being yeah, the set a bitch. was not good. Like because Oregon Trail had a good set. Listen, like I I just saw Ghost Town last night, so it is fresh in my memory. And like the movie must have weak bones because it fell apart. It fell apart so fast. <laughs> so, so. This movie needs some milk. But that was also my number three. Oh my lord! The bottom two, yeah. My number two is Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Because what the fuck was that? I love I'm it. So weird. Yep. Next, moving on. My number two was VHS eighty five. Um, Whoa! But once again, wow. it, like, how many okay. movies did we watch this year? How many movies did I watch this year? Once again, the scale for me is different. I didn't see that many. And also because it's at the top, top where it is, it wasn't because it was shit. Um, I need to re revisit it. Um, it wasn't one of the worst VHS films. However, out of all the films that I saw in 2023, this was at my bottom half. I didn't hate it, but it was at my bottom. I respect it. Okay. Yeah, I, how can I argue? That's what I'm saying. This list yeah, was I hard, y'all. Like, I... I wish I had more free time. I'm trying to put more free time in my life for this year so I can actually come up with like a And I know for the grand scheme of things, compared to most people, I've seen a lot of movies. 
But compared to the niggas we talking to every day, I didn't see about three movies, bitch. <laughs> Look at my three movies. <laughs> so next year, next at the next at the next round table discussion, I didn't see about ten movies. So boom, <laughs> dang. All right, I'm gonna just have to live with that. That's fair. I think that's fair. My number two. I don't know if this was Tubi or Prime, but we back on the plantation. Um, <laughs> again, there was a theme last year. There was a theme last year, and I got my ass beat trying to catch up on these bad movies. Um, this one's called A Southern Haunting, or 40, depending on where you find it, because a recently freed Black family back in the day is given land, 40 acres, wink, wink. Um, and so, of course, they find out that the land is haunted. And, of course, people are coming over there saying and doing racist things to them while they're also figuring out it's haunted. I, I hit play because one of the actors, I'm familiar with her work, and I was like, she did a movie. This was definitely to keep the lights on, and I respect that, and so I will not be, like, putting her on blast. Um, we all got bills to pay. But this was real fucking bad. It gave ABC Family racism. If, if y'all were around for ABC Family. <laughs> Hell nah. <laughs> it, it did, though. The outfits, I... These were definitely target finds. Um, the acting, ABC Family finds. The movement, the speech, like the conflict. Because, of course, the mother who ran off is who's haunting the farm that they've inherited. Because the people that they believe are the good white people did something to her. And so it's a whole lot of Hallmark moments with like off-brand music underscoring. And I was just like, ugh. I want to be done with this. I knew exactly what the fuck you meant. Right? That shit sent me into fucking orbit because I know exactly, ig fuck exactly what you mean the by that The same budget shit. as Big no. on Campus and Young Hercules. Damn. That's what I'm talking about. Like. <laughs> okay. Number two. I have Till Death. Um, I watched this. I had play on this. It is one of the worst things I have seen. And they got, they have dragged Orlando Jones into this movie and when i saw him i could not believe that y'all put him in here what did he do to deserve this and his performance is still good <laughs> no matter all no matter how bad the lies are no matter how bad the story is orlando bloom i don't bloom wow orlando jones is giving it to us okay he is like he is playing his part but Wow, um, the dialogue, the random singing. I just, it, I think it felt like something from Ready or Not and wanted to give that, and it was not giving. It was, it just simply wasn't. It wasn't giving Ready or Not or um, You're Next or any of those things, like, because they tried to sprinkle in a little of that because of, it, it, you know, it, no, no, no. It was giving Say No to the Dress, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I <laughs> stupid. No to the dress. <laughs> Please <laughs> say no. Please just say no. Also, when just you ask, no. like, how was he there? And I'm like, because furniture. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what I think is funny? Remember, y'all, we were at BlurredCon and I was interviewing Orlando Jones and I was asking him, like, hey, like, you so cool with Ernest Dickerson? Like, you know, are you going to be coming? coming over to our part of town he was probably filming this like at that time or like shortly after or some shit maybe maybe just finished filming this shit so he knew he wasn't gonna say it to my face but he knew he was like oh you gonna see me soon enough and i wasn't happy about it 
It was not Nobody a good time. Nobody was. I'm happy Jazz brought it to the table. <laughs> no. It's not a good time. Broke my heart. That's another one. It just, I just went over my head. I'm so ready for the number ones. I know. <laughs> I, well, we already said my number one. My number one was Skin Marine. The girls, yes. it was. That's what I was oh, like. Y'all okay. ready to jump okay. me? It's, it, that's it. Now, there was, there was another movie that came out. Like I felt like, I was wondering if Outwater has made anybody's list because I actually really like that one. Almost. Oh, Almost. I liked it. I love it. They opened a PowerPoint. I love And so it. that's bold. And they're on my honorable mm-hmm. mentions for this bottom 10 list. Because how you open a movie with a PowerPoint? Like in 2023. Because they're playing in your face in real time. Listen. In real time. I love the Outwaters. I thought Outwaters was the great. sound design pissed me off because you can't keep screaming in found footage films. I'm sorry. The sound, it, you're overloading the mic and I have to keep listening mm-hmm. to it. And please, please. I had Creepy Pasta as my number one. I watched it today. After all of the films, this I thought I thought nothing else was gonna make the ten. I thought I was gonna watch something, and it was gonna maybe get close because I've I've seen so many of these movies at this point, and oh no, it's 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 the production value, the dialogue, the stories, the editing, the lighting, the the tropes, the over like nothing. Almost nothing was really original. To me, you know, it, it gets the one star because someone made a movie. You did it. You get a star. There you go. Uh, because I know that's a feat. However, that does not mean that how, no matter how hard you worked at it, doesn't mean that it's a good thing. It's not a, it's not, it's not popping. You know, sometimes we work hard. It's called a productive struggle. We work hard and what we produce isn't our best work. And we have to, you know, we had to take that step first in order to get better. You know, sometimes you gotta do, they probably amateurs, you know, they just decided to make a film fucking to, on Tuesday. And I, I feel that, you know, I just didn't have a good time and I won't be watching that particular project again. You know, if they make another one, maybe it might be better than that. Shout out to them. But this one, I just Googled it. And when you Google it in the section, that's like people also search for the first thing that comes <laughs> up is spaghetti. <laughs> y'all say spaghetti i just want to yell out spaghetti and not because i've seen movies spaghetti because i always yell out spaghetti spaghetti um speaking of spaghetti <laughs> i want y'all to know that the imdb scores on that um and the rotten tomato scores are way higher than they should be and now that i'm having questions about who the fuck was scoring this movie because i feel like it has like a 61 percent or a 6.1 somewhere and that is really high considering scores from mm-hmm. movies like Tales from the Hood and Bones. So I'm just sitting here with my eyes mm-hmm. all the way the fuck open and this movie came out in 2023. So it's not like, oh, you seen that shit beforehand. I'll fuck them. I, I got problems. I mm-hmm. almost watched Spaghetti last night and then I did a Southern Haunted instead. And I don't know if there's any winning in those two, but <laughs> yeah, I'm happy I didn't do both. My number one is The Forest Hills. Like have a director, listen, we, we did it. Um, had the director not been a creep to anybody who mentioned this movie online, it still would have been one of the worst movies I've seen in so many years. And that's not a title I throw around liberally because we get lots of bad movies. I don't ever want to be like, that's one of the worst I've seen in X amount of years. But this is a real bad movie. Um, we wasted Shelley Duvall's time. We played in these brown people's faces. And this director is still running Kickstarters and Indiegogo campaigns to raise more money to add new scenes. And I'm like, you can't. You can't put new things on a sinking ship. I think you gotta let it go and do a different movie because you can't save it with some spirit gum. Um, <laughs> I, like I, I was not at the screening where people laughed. Um, I wish I had been. I watched it at home on my computer laughing by myself. 
Yeah. So I watched this one in the theater, and this is also my my bottom of the bottom of 2023. Um, I watched this movie in a theater with a couple other people, and you know, and you know, the people I was in the theater with were horror fans. We we're at Salem Horror Film Fest, and um, you know, it's bad when there is a specific moment that just makes the entire audience turn on the film. Cause you know, we will give everything a shot. Horror fans, we love our bad horror and that's subjective and that's like totally fine. That's what makes our community so fucking cool. But um, when everyone turns on the film at the same time, it, it's, not, it's not a good look. I don't remember exactly what that scene was cause I've tried my best to block it out. But it it just became a a community hate watch at the end of the day, which I do feel bad because it doesn't take nothing to make a film, even a bad one. I would say I know that, but I don't know that. I've never fucking made a film before, but I know that it's hard. Um, So there's that. But I do firmly believe that Shelley Duvall's time was wasted. I do believe that she's not represented by anyone right now, which makes me think that maybe she was a little bit taken advantage of. Somebody for a stature, especially in the horror community, if she had an agent, they would have been like, we're not doing this. She looks really bad. Um, her performance was probably the best part of this movie because she is just Shelley Duvall. That's just period. Um, but Edward Furlong was also there. Felicia Rose was also there. It was an offensive, the, the, the writing was offensive. The ending was offensive. I, I feel like I was bamboozled because I, and I, I literally bl- brought it to Blurdy. And I was like, y'all, there's going to be this new werewolf movie. We haven't gotten a new werewolf movie in a minute. Like, I think it's time. Shelley Duvall is going to be there. Um, you know, it's going to be a time. All these 80 stars are here. Bangoria is writing about it. I am looking forward to it. And I know that a lot of other horror fans were bamboozled because what we saw was not an accurate, was, actually accurate is not even the word that I can use. It was just objectively bad. It was offensive. It was a lot of things. It was a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Period. It was like, I have access to these people and I know horror fans will pay money to see these people. So I'm going to do something. Um, Cause Shelly, she's plastered all over the materials yeah. and all over the, like the Kickstarters and things. She's got four minutes up top, which was added on so he could say he had her in a movie. And I'm like, you can let that woman keep resting. Because, like, this was not it. And now she's attached to this Hellmouth. Um, because that movie bad and that director got some problems. So uh, if y'all have that one, Jazz and Cat, on the list, just go ahead and scratch yes. it off. I didn't even see it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> well, there we go. Good. Great. It's a headache. Um, but anyway, y'all. Um, those were our bottom tens. A lot of bad movies. Um, before we sign off with our links and things, I just want to say that watching movies is fucking subjective. And we are definitely the ones to talk because we in here love bad movies. Um, many movies have awesome fucking silver linings. And that's why we put ourselves through this torture. Especially in the realms of Tubi and Plex. And all those other free motherfuckers that sometimes steer us in directions that we could not have seen before. Yes, we do love to hate, but we are not haters. We just have very strong opinions and love our genre. So um, that's been Blurdy Massacre, y'all. Before we go, I know people know where to find you, but just just, just in case they don't. Where can the people find you, Jazz and Cat? Everything. Girl, that's scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, literally. No, seriously. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks for having us, y'all. It was a good time. And um, as always, I have been Zero Gravity here with Sheree the Slayer on the Blurdy Massacre podcast. And if you like us, then, you know, speak up because it definitely helps us in the long run. Give us a rating. Give us a review. We got that sneaky little Patreon that you might want to be part of these days because we're back and better. Merch has dropped. Things are coming. We're brewing up. We're in the lab. We're in, up in the cauldron. So, you know, just, just sit tight until next Tuesday. And we got you, y'all. Stay blurdy. Bye. You know you want to get into it. Let's get it popping. You are now listening to Blurdy Massacre Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.